0: Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Hello, ladies, and welcome to Episode 3, where we're going to be talking about passion and the power reigniting your passions can have on your career and life. The reason I'm covering this today is that I see so many of you that have lost your joy along the way. And so I can't wait to get started with today's episode. But first, if you're new here, welcome. I'm just so excited that you're here and that you found this podcast because I'm really convinced that it's going to help you on your journey to creating a career you absolutely love. So make sure you hit that plus sign if you're on Apple Podcasts, or depending on what player you're listening to, hit subscribe or follow, whatever it says, because I don't want you to miss out on any future episodes. And did you know I have a YouTube channel called Dr. Dawn Shop Talk? Right there, you'll have access to 68 videos broken down into different playlists so you can easily choose what you would like to see. You can scroll down in the show notes right now and click on the link to check that out. I also have some free goodies for you, like my what to do when your office is driving you nuts. You guys, this is one of my favorite cheat sheets. It literally gives you some quick tips on how to take control of your workday, how to take the reins back and make sure that you're having a terrific workday no matter what you're going through right now. So that link will also be in the show notes so you'll have to check that out. And by the way, if you feel like you do get value out of today's episode, would you be so kind as to leave me a five-star review? And if you have an extra 30 seconds, a quick sentence or two, I want to get this message out to all those career women out there and leaving those reviews will help our chances with Apple. Spotify, and all the podcast players. So if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, ladies. Now, let's get to talking about passion. When it comes to landing that next job or the promotion, did you know that the amount of passion and enthusiasm you bring to the table really is the secret sauce that leaves the interview team thinking, What is it about her? I can't put my finger on it, but whatever it is, we've got to hire her before someone else does. Now, you guys, I'm not kidding about that. I have sat in interview team meetings where I've rallied for a particular job candidate because their passion and enthusiasm just really shone through. And that's one of the things I think really is unique about this podcast because I've got wonderful comrades out there. I really do. There are some amazing career coaches and life coaches. And in fact, as a coach myself, I believe in coaching so much, I'm always going to get my own coaching. But what I do believe is unique about this podcast is I have the experience of sitting on both sides of the table, both as the employee and as the boss. So I know what we're thinking when we're looking to hire someone. I know why a lack of certain abilities might hurt your chances for the promotion or in those terrible circumstances where we're just going to have to let you go. I know why that's happening too. So I promise you passion is one of the reasons why I have really stuck my neck out there for someone because I know they could be so special and bring so many amazing qualities to the job and to our organization as a result. Now, in addition to my time-tested beliefs about passion, I've got to tell you the research backs this up as well. Did you know, for example, that if you're passionate about your work, it can intensify your focus, improve your creativity, increase your innovation, and enhance your commitment to excellence? Here are just some of the top benefits, by the way, that you can expect for both you and your organization. So in addition to what I just said, you can also expect, number one, to motivate others since passion triggers more passion. Number two, increase loyalty to the supervisor and the company. You guys, this is a big one. Think about this. Think about all the changes that businesses and organizations have gone through. All the hard times as a result of the world facing this pandemic, right? So loyalty has never been more important. And if you're at a job where your supervisor really appreciates you and they're so passionate about their job, it's going to make you feel so good about the contribution you're making that you are naturally going to be more loyal to not just that supervisor, but also to that organization. So number two is a big one. Number three, creation of a work family environment. That's also very important. If you can create a work family environment, that is huge. That's part of that positive organizational culture that is so important and can really affect a company's ability to recruit and to retain employees. All right, here's another one. And this one's not going to surprise you because after all the wonderful benefits I just talked about, is it a surprise that the fourth contribution and benefit you can expect is a decrease in absenteeism? Well, sure. Because people love their work and they love what they're getting a chance to do. So they want to come to work. All right. Now, here's the next thing, ladies, I want you to think about. I want you to start looking at where you may fall on that passion scale. We're going to use something I like to call your passion IQ. In other words, your test score on how much passion you're incorporating in your life on a daily basis. Now we're going to get to your test score itself in just a minute, but first I want to share with you some of my favorite ways to make sure that your passion for your work and your life for that matter are back on track. Ladies, this is so important. As career women I see us oftentimes spreading ourselves way too thin, and that's why passion is so important to talk about. I don't want you to be one of those career ladies that's exhausted at the end of your day because you've put your passions and your you know, excitement for your life and your job and all these opportunities ahead of you on a back burner. Now, notice in the title, and when I spoke about this earlier, I like to use the term passion rediscovery. I'm doing that on purpose because I want you to understand that my suggestion may be subtle, but it's a very important concept. Why? Because I'm telling you that I believe in you. I believe that you do have passion for your life and I believe it's always been there. You just might need some new tools and strategies so that you can learn how to awaken them. Now, back to your Passion IQ score. How would you rate yours right now? How would you rate it today? Has it been so long since you've even thought about your passions that you already know that you're in desperate need for a reboot? If that's the case, don't despair. I don't want you to because you are certainly not alone. Did you know that according to psychology today, a majority of people have not only lost their joy along the way, but many have a hard time even remembering what truly brought them joy in the first place and what makes them happy. It's practically criminal. Now, if you're feeling like it's been a long time since you've even considered what your passions really are, then enjoy putting these tips in place and watching your passion and your purpose grow. As we start to dive deeper into this, I want you to start thinking about this one phrase, awaken the child within. What we're going to do is we're going to actually go back in time and really think about what made you happy as a child before life got in the way and possibly told you what should make you happy, right? We've all experienced that. When you see toddlers and you see young children, There's no limit to their passion. It's a beautiful thing because life hasn't, you know, bombarded them yet with all of the woulds and the shoulds and the coulds. They haven't had any criticism yet as to what they're doing. So it really is beautiful to see children just have this fearlessness about them and this ability to try something new without letting that fear get in the way. So start by going back as far as you can remember and ask yourself this question. What did I love doing? And what was I good at? Now, often what you love isn't always what you're good at. So ladies, make sure you're asking yourself both questions. Now, the research also shows that when you go on a passion quest, it's important to think back in blocks of time. In other words, what did you love to do when you were, say, 14 to 21, 21 and up? Or if you're a little older and maybe in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond, think about the last 10 years and so on. Now, why do we think of blocks in time? And if you notice, these blocks of time really cover some big age ranges, some big milestones, in fact. well. That's the reason. Because when you think of blocks of time, it's going to account for how your interests would change as you move from milestone to milestone. And hopefully, while you are moving from those different milestones in your life, you're not losing that childlike enthusiasm along the way. But again, if you have, like most people at some point have, then you're not alone. And that's what today's episode is all about, is to help you reignite those passions. Now, once you've got the first part of this strategy nailed down, I want you to next go on that passion quest. So you're literally going to make a list of what you loved doing during those different milestones in your life. So, yes, you heard me right the first time. We're going on the passion quest, ladies. And to get the ball rolling on reigniting your passion I want you to go back to all those things you came up with when you're done making that list and then narrow it down even more. Really focus on now, what brings you joy right now? Are there some hobbies and passions and things that you haven't done in a long, long time and you'd like to get back to them? And remember, it's not whether you have the time. We all have the same 24 hours, the same 168 hours in a week. In one week with 168 hours, remember my episode on time management, when you take out the number of hours for sleep, or the number of hours we all should be getting for sleep, I should say, and the number of hours we are blessed to work full-time, right? Because if you have a full-time job with benefits, we should be very grateful for that, right? So when you take those hours out in one week, You still have, on average, 72 hours. Now, yes, that does account for everything else, like going to the grocery store, cooking dinner, taking care of your kids or furry kids, but it's still a lot more time than you think. And as much as you may love a Netflix binge like me, you still want to make sure you're making time for maybe these passions you haven't done in a long time. So really think about what brings you joy out of that list. And here's the next question I want you to ask yourself. Is there a reason why you can't start incorporating these back into your life right now? There really isn't. If you are a passionate career woman, whether you work inside the home or outside the home, your time is valuable. And if you're reigniting your passion, it is going to definitely spill over into your personal life and everyone around you will benefit. Your family, your friends, your coworkers, they're going to notice this change in you. Now, before we can do that, though, I want to touch on one other thing. And it's what I call passion's mortal enemy. In other words, letting fear drive your decision making. One of the reasons why many people hold themselves back from even pursuing their passions, whether it's in their career or in their personal life, is fear. Now, we're actually going to touch upon fear as a limiting belief all throughout my podcast because fear crops up each and every time you try something new. It really does come to the surface with most strategies. And why is that? It's because when you try something new, especially, fear helps you kind of pump the brakes a little bit. It's sort of a cautionary tale. That's not necessarily a bad thing it's okay that fear crops in there because, you know, you want to make an informed decision. So when you're trying something new, the reason fear kind of pops up and kind of bubbles to the surface is because, you know, your ego is trying to protect you. And and so that, again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's okay. You want to make an informed decision. However, it really can hold you back from basically even kind of doubting how great you could become. And when you face any kind of change, especially when you're trying something for the first time, it really is easy to let fear drive your decision-making. Now, when you're tempted to let fear take the wheel, remember, you're always the one in the driver's seat. You really, really are. Now, don't beat yourself up if fear is your first emotion as you try to rediscover your passions. Remember, as I said earlier, Fear is a natural human reaction to the unknown. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because by its nature, it's sending out that cautionary feeling so that you just consider your actions before taking them. And that's an important part of decision-making. Now, I'm going to share more secrets with you about how to overcome some of these fears that are standing in your way in our next episode, remember. But for now, just concentrate on reigniting those passions, and watch out. If you do and really unlock this powerful tool, you can start seeing some really big changes right now. And next thing you know, you'll have that extra pep in your step, not just at the office, but at home as well. Now, before we wrap up today's episode, if you need any more tips or tricks, or if you just want to jump on a quick call so that we can come up with some strategies and next steps for your career, just head on over to the website and you can book your free consultation today. Ladies, I look forward to you joining me for our next episode. And in the meantime, don't forget that if you're not having a fabulous day with the secrets we'll be talking about in all these episodes, you can make it one. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action, but don't know where to start, just head over to DrDonShopTalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.